You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Coach, always good to see you. We know the mantra in coaching is don't get too high, don't get too low. But we're back in Minnesota. Man. You knew where I was going. Listen. How long did it take to shake off that play? It's still going on. I mean, I, I think for a team, it, it's just hard when you when you get into the postseason, you recognize the challenges of getting to this final game, and you're super jealous you're not playing in it. And so when you get close enough to or a game away from and and it comes down to the end like that, I, I think it makes it long, you know more difficult. But, uh, man, we, we've got a good young group, a real good young group, a good draft class. Um, it's exciting. Uh, these guys responded well all year. We had about, shoot, 11 guys, 11 starters on IR, and they, they responded the right way. And uh, I'm super excited to get back to work when the offseason program starts. But, no, driving by this building, uh, you know, I think, breaking out in a cold sweat was the first you know and that's hard to do with when yes. it's seven degrees below zero you freeze in the process <laughs> right a bit frigid here <laughs> coach tell me uh, you know you have a backfield that's different than i think most people in the national football league for a very very long time have seen where you have two different dynamics one that's more of a power runner and the other that has the capabilities of being powerful powerful and elvin elvin camara but yet at the same time he's so elusive as well you know two thousand yard rushers i mean when was the last time we've seen 2,000-yard rushers in the backfield and be able to contribute to an offense as well as they did? You know, uh, it's a great question, and it kind of evolved, and it kind of found itself, honestly, because, you know, free agency comes first in our league, and, and we sign Adrian Peterson and compliment, you know, both he and Mark Ingram together. And then as the draft process unfolds and you begin working players out and you go through that, um, you know, you're, you're looking at your board and, after the Tennessee workout, we just had a vision for what Kamara could do. Uh, you didn't get a ton of carries at Tennessee, but you saw real good hands, a real comfortable hands, and a very smart, smart player. One of the one of the traits that he has, much like Marshall Falk had in regards to learning, is he never surprises the quarterback. You know, he's a problem solver on the field. And so when that opportunity arose to draft him, now all of a sudden you have three guys. And I think, listen, I think Adrian had a lot to do with the growth of that room mm-hmm. because you have a Hall of Famer who's approaching the offseason program the way he does. And Mark Ingram's uh, coming off a great year. And, and the competition in that room for just touches during training camp and preseason games, uh, it's, it's, it's the greatest thing you can do to bring out the best in a player. Chatting with Saints head coach Sean Payton, who joins us on behalf of Zebra Technologies. You have input when it comes to player personnel, but how much credit do you give to your GM, Mickey Loomis, your entire scouting department, to find not only Alvin Kamara, but we have Marshawn Lattimore in that very chair yesterday. What an impressive young man he is. When we get to NFL honors tomorrow, the Saints might have both the offensive and defensive rookie of the years. Listen, we, we've, we've set up the personnel in a way now where We've, we've done a real good job with, with certain prototypes. And, you know, if you're not hitting at a certain degree or a certain percentage, uh, it can impact your team negatively. And, and we went a stretch where, quite honestly, some of the free agent signings and, and, and some of the decisions we made in, in the draft weren't good. And then couple that with Bounty and the picks you lose and all those other things. So these last few classes have done, have done extremely well. Jeff Ireland's been fantastic in that role of coming in. We were together in Dallas uh, and being able to type players a certain way. Um, 
will communicate closely when it when it comes to the selection and, and down at the end, you know, ultimately we're going to do what's best for our team. But uh, it's exciting, and it's exciting with these young guys. We know we know Drew Brees is the callus of everything you guys do. Uh, you know, a lot of teams like to work from the inside out and, and all that great stuff to try to establish the core of the football team. But it really starts with number nine. He's had some talent around him for some years, and he's been the reason why they've been so good. But Michael Thomas, I mean, coming out of Ohio State, what did you see in him when grabbing him in the second round uh, where he can actually get to the point where he gives you 196 catches just in two years, which when was the last time we even saw something like that? I mean, it's no, it's the first time. He, he, the thing that jumped out on his college tape was his yards after the catch, um, his willingness to compete for balls you know so he is a big player he's got extremely strong hands in traffic and when you watch the college tape and you get a chance to see him against some really good players and and even practice tape and you watch him against Eli Apple or you watch him against other corners in the Big Ten but there is a physicalness to how he plays you know and on Thursdays I like to go out there it's third down and I like to you know bump and run that's what they get a lot on third and two to three and, and I'll go out and jam and jaw with them a little bit hmm. and I remember coming off the practice field and in a staff meeting and I felt like I was in a car wreck that's how it feels when you when you press him I mean mm-hmm. there's just a physical presence to how he plays with his hands they're violent um, he's a guy that plays with a lot of confidence and is still getting better. He's Keyshawn's nephew. Yeah. And and so, but man, to his credit, he loves playing. And I'm telling you, when he's done, he's in the treatment room. He's in the weight room. He's studying. He gets it. He, there's not a, there, he doesn't have any other vices. This is it. And uh, he can't wait each day to see what's in the plan for him. Chatting with Sean Payton, who joins us on behalf of Zebra Technologies. Understandably, we've been talking so much about the future Hall of Fame partnership between Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. What about what you've enjoyed in New Orleans. Take us back to when Drew Brees joined the franchise. Did you have an instant connection? How did that relationship evolve? Um, it's hard to say. You know, the connection for us, man, we were just post-Katrina. And we were, you know, it was like that scene in Jerry Maguire where he says, who's coming with me? And there's it's crickets. You, like the, we, could, we were having trouble hiring coaches and getting players to come. And so here was Drew who had, just been released he had the injured shoulder unprecedented really the injury he had so there was a little bit of risk in regards to how well could it recover and I remember him he and his wife flew in and we had a powerpoint made we had coincidentally it had hired one of the coaches that were was with the Chargers when he was there and that was Pete Carmichael and Pete proved you know that was it was very important for us because Pete put together some things offensively that they called it terminology wise there and man, we had our best foot forward and I remember taking them out around the area and really being open about this is what it's like now and getting lost because I'd only been there two months mm-hmm. two hours lost and now on the phone trying to call Mickey Loomis hey I need to get us back to the hotel and I remember we got back to the hotel usually you get an hour and a half two hours to freshen up and I was dropping them off downtown at like six and dinner was at six thirty. and I remember pulling away saying He's going to Miami next. There's no way we're going to get him, you know. And it it, it worked out in a way uh, that it's hard to explain, you know. And, and I did I, I do feel like uh, during that time frame he saw the level of interest, and ultimately 
the level of risk we were willing to take with his injury and you can never you can never predict but he, he's got good instincts and uh, you don't take for granted how long you've worked together when I see him I still see the same player but all of a sudden we're at the Pro Bowl last week and I see Balin now walking around so we see age with our children we Tom don't catch us up yeah we don't see it with each other I still I still see him Cordell just like I did when he played at Colorado all the way to but then you see other measurables and you're like wow you're, I can't believe your daughter's this old or your son's this old um, but it's been uh, it's been great would you be stunned if he doesn't come back to the Saints next year yeah that, that asked a free agent question yeah, we're yeah. looking to make news in the mall as well no I know listen I tell you go have a Cinnabon drink some warm milk <laughs> okay <laughs> relax Drew Brees is not going any places <laughs> to headline right no he's not going anywhere your defense I mean, they've been tremendous this year. Uh, I think the last time we may have seen this defense, in all due respect, was when Greg Williams was there and you guys mixed it up on the open field, maybe running your 4-3 to getting in the red zone, going 3-4, however. Uh, but this defense this year led by Cameron Jordan. It's giving you 13 sacks throughout the year. You're leading soccer on the team. You're leader on the defense when it came, comes to making plays. How big of a player was he for you this year as far as the morale and the energy he had for this defense? You know, I, I think significant I, I think one of his great strengths is his stamina um, he's he's one of those guys that can play 65 snaps a game and play number three is much like play number 53 um, he's in great shape um, then the the acquisition of some of these younger players uh, even some veteran players AJ Klein Manti Teo um, you know we've got David Onyemata Sheldon Rankins uh you know, a lot of players playing roles and then adding to the secondary with the rookie class. Um, Okafer played well till his injury. I mean, so many things uh, go into place to playing good defense. But Cam, uh, look, it was great to see the success he had individually. And there's just an effort about how he plays that forces you on defense. You, you know as well as anyone that you're counting on 11 to the ball as fast as possible, and, and he's one of those guys you know you're going to get at every play. Last one for me. You played the Patriots week two. You've been matching up against Bill Belichick for a very long time. What's the challenge Doug Peterson and his staff has to tackle trying to match which with Belichick and Matt Patricia who's getting ready now to become the head coach in Detroit? Well, I, I think a couple things. I mean, you're paying close attention to how your defense you're paying close attention to how your defense is matching up against New England's offense. I mean, that has to play in the back of your mind. How are we doing? Um, you know, ultimately, you know, the time both of these quarterbacks have to, to throw the football and make decisions is important. You know, who's getting harassed quicker? Last year in the first half, you know, you saw Tom under a little bit more duress than, than you did uh, Matt. So I think paying attention to how the game's unfolding uh, and then recognizing what you want to do in the end. I, I think, obviously, there'll, there'll be a lot of pressure on Foles, you know, coming into this game and, and that feeling that he has to match Tom Brady's performance when, when actually uh, I don't think he has to. I, I think they played really good defense Philadelphia all season. I think just paying attention to how the game's unfolding uh, on both sides of the ball. And, and I think, look, we say this every year, the kicking game becomes important. You know, there's a punt return, there's a kick returner waiting to become player of the game. And I think coverage units uh, on both sides will, will have to be on point. Finally, you have teamed up with Zebra Technologies. What are the details? Well, they're with the NFL, actually, for the last four years. Um, all the next-gen stats that we get, Leonard Fournette's going 22 miles an hour. All these are 
the the chips we have in our pads now that we're able to track. We as a team track every every movement. So when we practice, I can see that Michael Thomas has traveled today six and a half miles. That's kind of the average of where the receiver would be on a Wednesday. Or I could see what kind of output and and help reduce soft tissue injuries. Um, but they've been with the league now for four years. They, they've been in their field of industry for decades. They're the ones, I mean, the, the barcode on your Gatorade, the barcode on your retail stuff at the store, uh, they're directly on the edge of performance. So when you show up looking for uh, a certain product, they can locate it at the store. That's what they do for a living. They do it better than anyone. And, you know, you'll see them continue to, uh, with our league, advance what we're doing technology-wise, whether it's chips and footballs, which exists right now, that's Zebra. Uh, so anything with the, the striped horse, that's what they do, and they do it real good. Always good to see you. Thanks for being generous with your time again here on the NFL on TuneIn. Man, thanks, guys. I appreciate you, you having me on. Yep. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.